everybody, this is Gerard Fox, and the verdict is in. And I should tell you that I am very, very pleased to bring to you, because this is a public service, another phenomenal guest. And we have many great guests. I think all of you have been writing to me at gfox at gerardfoxlaw.com about how much you love this podcast and, and the guests. And I try to go find them for you. And of course, while I don't do formal commercials, I did tell those of you who are trying to get your cholesterol down to eat just eggs. They're called Just Eggs. I have now a person here who I admire greatly, a man I met many uh, decades ago, who is, you know, in my mind, the, the head of the vegan movement, but he certainly is in the middle of it all. And his name's Jeff Nelson. Jeff was a writer, producer doing TV commercials, documentaries and movies, as well as writing books, all of which is exciting, right? And then his life took an unexpected turn. His wife, Sabrina, another amazing person, became ill with a very life-threatening autoimmune disease. Now listen up, for those of you in the audience, autoimmune is pretty uh, common. Jeff's life was transformed around this time because his wife was able to get completely well by changing her diet. Do you hear that, folks out there? Completely well by changing her diet. And this experience sort of opened Jeff and Sabrina's eyes to the importance of what we eat and how profoundly it can influence your health before this happened, Jeff says he had no idea how much what we eat day in and day out can impact you, for better or for worse. Now, this is big stuff. Listen in. And out of this, Jeff and his wife found themselves in the business of helping other people, and they do, get well. And they became educators and facilitators and have gone on to help tens of thousands of people to get healthy, to recover from serious diseases. This includes high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes. This went from being their avocation becoming a fully-fledged business for them, and we're going to learn about that today. Or should I say, the way I know this, know Jeff, is that I've co-written a book with him. He's written books on a number of different topics. He's hung around with some of the best doctors in nutrition. One of the books that Jeff co-wrote with me was a book some of you are familiar with called Sue the Bastards, Everything You Need to Go to or Stay Out of Court, because Jeff was once upon a time a client of mine. We're not going to take up our time talking about me. We're going to talk about Jeff. Now, Jeff and I go way back. And, you know, I've been in the trenches with him in litigation, but I've also gone to his events where he's brought people from the inner city that they serve food to, uh, healthy vegan food, and have them explain how it transformed their life. And I really want to, you know, there's a lot of misapprehensions about being vegan and about what it's about. and you know, you can be very unhealthy and be vegan too. And uh, you can be very healthy and be vegan. And, you know, myths about whether you get enough calcium, etc. So I'm going to get into it with Jeff. Jeff, these days you're very he heavily involved in diet and health. But before that, what were you doing? What kind of work? Let's set the table on the before. Well, thanks, Jerry. And thanks for having me on. I'm a fan of your podcast. I know you have some fantastic guests. So it's an honor. Thanks. Yeah, the kind of work I started out doing when I first came to L.A. in about 1980 was producing television commercials and uh, for the U.S. and Europe. Did a lot of traveling. It was a lot of fun, actually. And uh, then I went on to work for a guy in television named Edgar Sherrick, and I produced TV movies, miniseries, a variety of, you know, back when we had the movie of the week before reality shows took over television. I did some writing for Episodic TV. That's a tough 
business. And as you said, I've co-written some books and I was in the infomercial business for a while and just done a lot of different types of productions over the years. So that's really my background and where I was when this thing happened to my wife. Yes. Now, before this life-changing moment, how did Jeff Nelson eat? (laughs) Well, I had, I kind of was already changing my diet a little bit before this happened. One of the jobs that I had early on in commercials is to was to entertain the clients who tended to be advertising executives that came out from New York and they were partying here in Los Angeles. You know, it'd be winter there and summer here. So they always wanted to go out to restaurants. So it was almost an occupational hazard that I had to take people out two or three nights a week to really high end, very rich restaurants. And I kind of ended up becoming a chickenitarian, giving up red meat and uh, knowing that, you know, I had to clean up my diet. I heard a guy in the radio in 1990 named John Robbins, who you know, you've had him over to your house. And he wrote a book called Diet for a New America. I heard him on the radio. I bought his book. And as a result of reading that book, I became vegetarian. That was in 1990. And uh, so, you know, that's Sabrina, my wife, she wasn't my wife yet. She read the book a couple of days later and she became vegetarian too, sort of for a different reason. Mine was on health and hers was that she had raised chickens as pets as a kid. And when she thought about the way animals were treated, she didn't want to be part of that. So she went vegetarian for those reasons. Now, you guys had a kind of um, watershed life-changing moment. Let's talk about that. Yeah, that was in 1995. Uh, Sabrina's ears turned red and they started peeling. It looked like a really bad sunburn and they were incredibly painful. She bounced around to different doctors and ended up in the office of a rheumatologist in Beverly Hills who diagnosed her with this autoimmune disease called relapsing polychondritis. It's related to lupus and arthritis. Uh, It's where your immune system attacks the cartilage in your body and destroys it. And you got cartilage in lots of your body, got in your ears, in your eyes, in your nose, your throat, in your joints, around your heart. And uh, it can be debilitating, disfiguring, and life-threatening. It has a very high mortality rate, in fact, which we found out early on. They don't know what causes it, and uh, they don't know how to get rid of it. But the rheumatologist, who was this very nice English guy, he said, I can teach you how to live with it. And what that meant is drugs. And whenever Sabrina would have a flare-up, she'd have to take a lot of drugs to suppress her immune system. Prednisone, I can't remember all of them, but uh, you know, they were some of them could cause blindness over time if you know the, the drugs could be worse than the disease. But they're all designed to tamp down the symptoms during a flare-up. So that Sabrina suffered with that for about a year, having these flare-ups every month or two. And we came back from vacation during the summer, about a year later, Sabrina was in the middle of a flare-up and she read a book. It was a book by that she'd gotten as a gift a year earlier, never looked at it, a doctor named John McDougall in Northern California, a medical doctor. And in this book, he talked about lupus and diet and that some people were successful at arresting lupus using this plant-based diet, a particular type of diet. And he talked a lot about animal proteins and in particular, dairy proteins, you know, that have the potential to confuse your immune system if they leak into your bloodstream. So Sabrina, I remember she came downstairs and she said, wow, look at this, you know, this is about lupus, which is, you know, very close to RP, as she calls it, and I'm going to do this diet. And I said, okay, well, if you're going to do it, I'll, I'll do it too. And so we did this diet kind of following the book. And about two weeks later, she had her monthly visit with the rheumatologist 
And for the first time in a year, her sed rate was normal. It had been over 50. Now it was below five. And there were no anti-nuclear antibodies, which is, you know, the indirect measure of how busy the disease was. So after three months of going back each month and getting these same results and not having any flare-ups, the rheumatologist said, you are in remission. Wow. That's amazing. Let's pause there for a moment. Yeah. And and this came from, let's make sure we, John McDougall. Is it John McDougall? That's right. And his book was called what at the time? Uh, the book that he's written a number of books, that was called The McDougall Program, was the book she happened to read. And, and was that a, did that suggest a plant-based diet? It did. Yeah. I mean, we, in 1995, I don't think we knew what vegan was, to be honest, you know, it was kind of very early on. So the diet was a very low fat plant-based diet, basically starch based mainly. And, you know, this was like having her autoimmune disease put into remission. I mean, I had been thinking we had three young kids, you know, am I going to end up raising these kids on my own because of the research that we'd done and different doctors had printed things up. This was kind of pre-internet was really devastating looking like 40% of people were dead in 10 years who had this diagnosis that Sabrina had had. So that was a huge moment for us. We felt like Sabrina had dodged a bullet and that's what prompted us to feel like we wanted to kind of, kind of pay it back. And we started a website, which was our form of kitchen activism, I guess you'd call it to try and spread the word that, you know, you can do some really significant things to your health with diet. What was the name of that website? That website is called vegsource.com. It's still there. We actually, you know, the, the, the point was to raise awareness. We also bought the name of the disease, relapsingpolychondritis.com, and we put Sabrina's story up there for people to, you know, who are on the internet searching for this disease could find out what happened to Sabrina. And she reached a lot of people who had the same diagnosis through that website. And has it helped a lot of people? Yeah. I mean, in fact, uh, probably I would say hundreds of people who have written to her over the years and said, you know, I just got this diagnosis. I've been researching it all day on the internet. Everything I've read is terrible, except your website. Your website is the only one that gave me hope. And then they go and they get the book or they go to the library and they get it. A lot of people then write back. They did the diet and it worked and they put their RP into remission as well. We did a one of the things we do is we, we put on trips where people can go on these educational trips and we bring plant-based doctors and we go to some exotic place. We did one a few years ago in Hawaii. A couple was coming from, I think, Virginia all the way to Hawaii. They contacted us and said, could we come in a couple of days early so we can like rest and be ready uh, and acclimated to the time? And we said, sure. We said, we're going to be there ourselves. Let us pick you up at the airport when you come in. So we went picked him up, you know, a few, a few nights before we're driving him. And most of the people coming on these events, we know who they are because they've bought products from us. We've, they've been to our conferences or whatever. We didn't have any idea who these people were. So, you know, I said, hey, how did you hear about our conference? You know, what brought you? And the woman said, I can remember I was driving. She said, well, I was diagnosed with relapsing polychondritis four years ago. I found about, you know, Sabrina's page and how she changed her diet and put it to, into remission. She said, and I wanted to come to this event so I could meet the woman who saved my life. Unbelievable. So this woman, the hair was kind of standing on my neck as he said that you never know who you're affecting when you put something out on the internet. There's all kinds of, you know, ripples that go. So that was just a really beautiful moment. And she had, you know, followed the diet and cured her own autoimmune disease. 
Wow. Now you guys dove really head first in talking to many doctors, really learning about a plant-based diet and what other diseases or illnesses could be affected, arthritis, diabetes, high blood pressure. Maybe you can talk about your journey into the into the forest of this science and medicine and some of the doctors who've helped you along the way, some of the books you read that people might want to read when talk about the journey and where you guys are now, because I know that you, you are behind vegan festivals. You have uh, veg source. People are going to want to hear about that. You have products that you suggest people consider. And I'm sure you're doing many other things that I don't even know about, but let's, let's talk about this journey and where you are now. And of course, what never will leave my mind is I went to an event one night where these people from Oakland in the inner city, poor people, which, you know, I always talk about, ladies and gentlemen, about us overlooking people who are humanly trafficked, the people who are poor and the homeless. Well, these were people who are poor. They had bought food trucks and brought them in and changed their diet. These people got up on stage who had lifelong high blood pressure, diabetes, and they were cured, which was just, you know, you just sit there in your seat. And, and it, this is a life-changing moment to hear the story. But Jeff, let, let's go on that little voyage with the audience about your dive down what doctors you met, some of the myths that you had heard about being vegan that got knocked back and where you are today and, and you know, your festivals, your products, your website. Yeah, well, sure. We uh, very early on when we got on the Internet, we were educating and learning about different doctors, dietitians, and people that were doing this kind of work. And if they had a book, we read their book. And most of them were not online in 1996. So we reached out and introduced ourselves. We met some of them in person and we offered to build websites for them. You know, that would be their website and host it. So we brought a lot of these people online and uh, really met some fantastic people, a whole lot. I mean, uh, people who are like reversing heart disease, as you say, Dean Ornish, Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn. These are guys with very long running studies of very sick people who had been sent home to die after having strokes and heart attacks and so on, and had serious heart disease and reversed it through diet, through following their diets. And they're, you know, most of them are alive today when they had a year to live at the time. So we, our initial thing was we met these people and helped promote them, help build websites. Uh, one of them was a guy named Howard Lyman, who he wanted, a, we put a website for him that was on our own site on vegshorts.com. So his, all his information was on our website. He ended up getting sued along with Oprah Winfrey by some cattlemen in Texas because he went on an Oprah show and somehow something he said or what Oprah said, the cattle guys were not pleased with. So they dragged him into court. I only mention that because there was there's a lot of publicity and you go to CNN, or you go to Yahoo, or whatever, there would be updates on the case. And at the end of each article, there'd be a link to Oprah's website and a link to the Cattleman's website. So we contacted all the media and made sure they had a link to Howard Lyman's website, which was our website. And as a result of that, we started getting about 30,000 people, new people a day visiting. And that kind of helped put us on the map in terms of people finding out about us. But that was a big, a big boost early on. You know, in terms of the people that we've worked with, there are, you know, so many. We have a directory on our website on vegshorts.com where you can read about uh, scores and scores of these doctors and dietitians and people and learn, have links to their websites and their programs and get a lot more information that way. You are mentioning a program that you were very helpful and and you had events at your house 
that were very beneficial for the nonprofit that did this is called Meals for Health. And that's where we go into underserved areas and put on these immersions, basically. We have all the doctors and the experts come on and we give a two and a half day all Friday night and all day Saturday and Sunday kind of educational program from these variety of doctors. We give free food for the month of the kind of food we're encouraging them. We give recipes. We have doctors who are monitoring uh, their health conditions and their medications and so on. And we basically try and set it up so that they they can't fail because we've thought of everything. They don't have to shop. They have no excuses. And we educate them. And uh, you know what happens is these people kind of prove to themselves that diet is profound. They, they At the end of 28 days, They've seen their cholesterol plummet. They've lost, you know, dozen or 20 pounds sometimes. They get off of medications, as you say. They're no longer type 2 diabetics. And so we've done this in churches. We've done this in a food bank. And we never knew sort of when we went into these situations, well, how is this going to be received? Are people going to do this? Are they going to be motivated? Is it just, you know, a waste? And in every case, people, they get it and they get well and they make the connection and then they want to tell their friends about it. So we we never called it a vegan or even a vegetarian program because there's a lot of you know baggage that people put on those terms. And uh, But they kind of figure it out. And sometimes they start saying, I'm vegan. Oh, are you okay? Because they, they want to identify. Jeff, I want to tell you a story that maybe you're not even aware of. You know, I opened up a New York office. I grew up a Yankee fan, so I bought legend Yankee seats, and they have the big, just like in Dodger Stadium or any other stadium, they have the VIP area where you can go eat. And they always noticed that I just ate vegetables, and I would ask a lot of questions. So one of the women behind there from who lived in the Bronx and very lower income uh, woman uh, asked me about my eating choices, and I brought in and I gave the whole staff of legends a book called Forks Over... Uh, Knives. I think that was the name of the book. And it's about basically changing your diet to a more healthy diet. And I explained to them how it would help them with their health. A lot of them had high blood pressure, uh, diabetes, and other issues. Uh, they invited me to a neighborhood uh, cookout. They were all eating vegan in the middle of the Bronx. That they had, uh, One of their daughters was in, in culinary school and she was cooking for the whole neighborhood. As the year, the season went on, they would all come and hug me and tell me that they had lost all this weight. They had lost, they had gotten over these illnesses. And the point that I think you and I both want to make here is, look, don't you ever tell me that people in the inner city don't won't improve by being given access to the same healthy food that people who are outside of the inner city. And I've had it with people who think, oh, they're a lost cause. They're all on drugs. They're all in gangs. That is a bunch of hooey. And the thing is, is that, you know, you just drive by them, you drive over them, you neglect them. It's the scourge of today's society, but you don't go in there and improve them. I just handed a set of books out to a group of people busting their tail to serve food to rich people. And they jumped on it with a dedication you wouldn't see in a more rich neighborhood because people are just hung up on their very rich food. They went for it. They were happy about it, and they were thankful. And Jeff, I'm sure you saw the same thing. That's terrific, Jerry. I had no idea you're doing your own interventions there in the inner city or something. That's that's very cool, and that's our experience too. One of I think the most successful ones we have are in churches because the church has a ready-made community of people, you know, a support network for people to do it, and it's easier to do it when other people are doing it. It's harder to do it when it's just you. We 
had people tell us that they signed up for the program because there was free food. I'll get the free food. And then, you know, yeah, yeah, what the heck. And then they get in there and they get the information. They We serve all the food the first weekend, every meal, and they feel better. You know, we have people with lupus who tell, who, you know, we have lots of video testimonials and so on, people telling their stories where on Monday morning, she has no pain for the first time in, you know, six years, she wakes up without pain. And so it's, it's dramatic what can be done. And I totally agree that, you know, low income areas where they, people are sometimes like, oh, you know, those people wouldn't be interested. No, they absolutely, all the people we've worked with are super intelligent and concerned about their health. And when they can find, they can stop taking a drug a doctor said you're going to be taking for the rest of your life, then they're, they have total buy-in, you know, they're not going back. Yeah. And, you know, when you start to peel this onion back about nutrition, you find that, for example, if you stop eating something called nightshade vegetables, you can cure arthritis. A lot of doctors believe. And, uh, you, you know, the thing is, is that people spend so much time, they'll feed the best food to their dogs or they'll take care of their cars better than they take care of their bodies. And they're so used to taking pills and having procedures. Now, Jeff, things have changed dramatically from, you know, when I first met you, you could go into Whole Foods and get some vegan chicken tenders, maybe. Otherwise, you were just eating a lot of beans and a lot of salads. And if you went to a dinner and you said you were a vegan, the host would be all put out. If you went to a restaurant, they'd be like, you know, well, what do you want us to do for you? Give you a salad? Now, the world's changed. And many ways, some good, some maybe not so good, but maybe you can talk about, you know, those changes in the vegan world in terms of restaurants and food products and how, you know, you have to be careful because people can slap vegan on the label as something that may not be great for you. No, absolutely. It's a very different time today than it was when we went vegan in 1996. And uh, there's all kinds, as you say, there's restaurants, there's options, people are aware of it. Then it was a very quirky, strange thing and, you know, kind of a challenge, although it was never really a challenge for us or for our kids. We, it was just the natural thing that we, that we did. But, you know, I think that a lot of health comes down to the richness of the diet. A lot of problems, you know, people aren't suffering so much from deficiencies of anything. They're suffering from too much. And a diet that brings down the the denseness of the calories where you can eat more food and be satisfied, but end up net taking in fewer calories. You know, that's just like, that's what the health is. Yes, there are, you know, plant foods, which have a lot of great nutrients in them and phytochemicals and, you know, and so on. But sometimes it's the, it's the elimination and the bringing down the, the density of calories that plays a, a key role. In fact, we have a program where people, as you're saying, you know, talking about nightshades and arthritis and so on, that people can, who have really troublesome problems, really stubborn problems that they can't fix, that we sometimes recommend the elimination diet. And these are diets that all the doctors we work with have one variation of or another. And it's where you eliminate a lot of stuff and eat a very boring diet to start. And then you begin adding foods in. And as you add them in for, you know, you get a reaction, you get a response, your body tells you something. And um, that's a, it's a great diet for immunity issues, for acne, for different types of problems when people have it really bad. But I think that, you know, we just eat such a rich diet that uh, a diet style that where you can have adequate calories and have pleasure from that diet 
that that's really one of the keys that's that's going on with the plant-based diet. It's just a lower calorie density diet. You look at yeah, and Jeff, we're reaching sort of the end here, but and we could talk forever. You and I could talk yeah. for hours, and you know, I want to just touch on a few things really quickly. One, uh, in this world now where there's lots of vegan products, there's tons of vegan desserts, and I became you know a sweet tooth guy who put on a lot of weight. Uh, during the early pandemic, just by sitting here and eating coconut ice cream late at night and other stuff that piled on. And I went to my doctors about a month ago and you know, they said, look, you're healthy, but you know, you, you, you're. and I was also having stomach problems and they tested me and they said, look, you should not be eating gluten and you should not be eating sugar, you know, unless it's through a fruit. And I've already dropped 15 pounds and, and all everything. They're very, very happy about it. But I just want to let everybody out there know that if you go vegan, you know, you can go into the supermarket, you can go to vegan restaurants that will give you a lot of fried vegan food and have vegan desserts and vegan pies and eat, you know, uh, huge calories and get lots and gluten, you know, and gluten is a, you know, something for another day. But, you know, a lot of people should. No, there's a ton of vegan junk food out. That's that's really what the explosion has been in plant-based foods. There's a lot of healthy foods out there, too, and a lot of awareness and people after following like Forks Over Knives, which you mentioned, there's a documentary and a book series. There's a lot of films out there now, but there's also a huge number of vegan burgers and vegan junk food and desserts and all kinds of rich, wonderful foods. That, and if you focus on those too much, you're not getting healthy. That's, as you say, vegan does not put a halo around anything. It doesn't automatically make it healthy. And so you still have to be aware and and try to, the more you can eat whole foods, you know, and they're minimally processed foods, the healthier you're going to be, I really believe. Yeah. And, and basically you'll hear, you know, people who really know their nutrition say when you go to the supermarket, shop to the right and the left, but not down the center. And what they're telling you is don't buy prepackaged foods. Exactly. Uh, because they're filled with salt, they're filled with sugar, they're filled with gluten. I mean, a lot of them will tell you to go to farmer's markets and get fresh local food. You know, as opposed to food that's been sitting in a shelf and that was transported in a truck across the country. And, um, you know, if you're an environmentalist, and we certainly have a lot of people that are worried about the environment, eating vegan also helps the environment. But I think, you know, the discussion we can't continue, which is so rich with information about the quality of your life and your existence and your kids and your parents, uh, is can be found on Jeff's website. And, you know, you got to go there because it it's like a hub, like LAX, and you can go read this book, that book, get this advice, conquer this illness, you know. And Jeff, let's end the show by telling people how to get to that hub. Yeah, well, that's my website. Thanks, Jerry. It's vegsource.com. And you can find even my daughter's website. They have a best-selling book about clearing acne through diet. Uh, that's been incredibly successful. So check that out as well if you check out vegshorts.com if that's a concern. Will they be able to get to your daughter's site through your site? Yes, it's very easy to find in multiple places. Cannot miss it. The Clear Skin Diet is their book. Yeah. Well, all I will tell you is that these are two of the greatest people I know, Jeff and Sabrina. If you go on their website, they have already read through Play Devil's Advocate and they're going to hear a lot of things, that if you're vegan, you won't get enough vitamin D. Well, number one, you get it from the sun. You can get it from kale. You, you know, you, you won't get enough vitamin B or you won't get enough of this or that. You know, all those myths are explored by, by doctors and 
nutritionalists and people with great qualifications. And rather than you having to sit there and go on the Google all night long, all this stuff, you just go to Jeff's website and know that he is helping people and, you know, pick up off that page, please, because, you know, the idea here isn't just to get people in wealthy cities and suburbs healthy. It's to get every human being healthy. You know, if you go out and you do anything for a homeless person, do something to improve their diet. Understand they have mental health issues and they have drug issues, but, you know, and they shouldn't be on the street to begin with. But, you know, by God, bring this message once you hear it to some other people who are less fortunate. Any closing words, Jeff? Just thanks for having me on, Jerry. And I only want to add thanks for being a dynamite lawyer for (laughs) us and our business over the years because you are an incredible talent. I want people to know. And uh, if you have any issues on the internet or, you know, in social media or whatever, Jerry is the guy. He is the man who can protect your business. And he's a troll killer. So they run, but they cannot hide from Jerry Fox. That's my experience. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. But honestly, I, I want people to really to tie into uh, how they can live a healthy life and a longer life and a happier life and to share it and to bring it into the inner city. So thank you, Jeff. It has been my greatest honor to have you on the show. Thank you very much, Jerry. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.